Crisis Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner and I'm Lucinda Redgate. I'm a farm trader working with Frontier's Northern Sales team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Before we begin, a word on grain sampling during this harvest period. Self-sampling your grain is the best way to get a sound understanding of what is in your store and therefore how best to market it. Taking incremental samples from each load as it comes into your store or off the dryer is the safest, most efficient and accurate method. This helps to form representative samples which our sampling teams can then collect and take for analysis. Once grain sample results become available, they can be accessed via our online platform MyFarm which is free to all Frontier customers. In it, users can also view live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to their farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. More information and guidance on safe self-sampling can be found at www.frontierag.co.uk slash grain sampling, while links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Let's get started with this week's report. Wheat Markets Today's wheat update has been written by Assistant Commercial Manager Jacob Juice. Last week's trade ended quietly with all markets posting small losses at the close. The London International Financial Futures and Options Exchange was down 0.85p a tonne. Marche a term International de France lost €1.50 a tonne and the Chicago Border Trade fell by $0.05 a tonne. There is some support for this current market, but harvest pressures and Russia dominating international trade have left both Europe and the US around 25% behind last year's export pace for the same time of year. President Putin recently met with Turkey's President Erdogan to discuss the Ukraine export corridor. However, given Ukraine's innovative efforts to export using alternative routes and the fact that markets are near contract lows, it is questionable whether this is an urgent desire to resolve the current issues. The market slipped further on Tuesday with the London International Financial Futures and Options Exchange and Marche a term International de France posting further losses, albeit small ones. Russian wheat continued to set the market for international trade, with free onboard sales reported at around $25 to $30 a tonne under its theoretical floor price of $270 a tonne. Russia sold around 300,000 tonnes to Bangladesh in an intergovernmental deal. The markets fell on Tuesday before the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report was published by the United States Department of Agriculture. London futures were down £3.85 a tonne. Marche a term International de France were €4.25 a tonne lower and Chicago border trade were down by $0.14 a tonne. When the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimate Report was released at 5pm on Tuesday, there were a few noteworthy outcomes. US, EU, Australia, Canadian and Argentinian wheat stocks were at the lowest level since 2007, bringing global stock estimates down by 7 million tonnes. However, there are queries over the EU stock figures and whether they have been reduced by too much. The markets reacted favourably on Wednesday following the report as a consequence of the lower stocks. The gains continued on Thursday in London and Paris, 
with the London International Financial Futures and Options Exchange closing up £2.75 and Marche a term International de France up €4. Euros. Barley Markets Today's barley update has been written by grain trader Jack Logan, who works with the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Jack highlights that UK feed barley values have followed wheat markets firmer this week, although price gains have been less significant than those seen in wheat. Feed barley prices had narrowed their discount to wheat values over the last couple of weeks due to a lack of farmer selling and short covering in the spot positions. However, farmer selling has increased over the past week due to feed barley bids around the country narrowing to less than £15 per tonne discount to wheat and as a result became a more attractive selling proposition. The available feed barley on farm has increased in the last couple of weeks, with some spring barley being downgraded to feed from malting. As a result, feed barley will have to widen sufficiently to remain competitive in UK feed rations. Barley exports are expected to reach roughly 200,000 tonnes by the end of September, which would be a relatively slow start to the export pace when compared to recent years. Most of the barley exported up until the end of September is winter feed barley, with UK molten exports normally starting in October. The slow export pace reflects the lack of UK competitiveness over the last few months. Feed barley from Northern and Eastern Europe has consistently undercut UK offers, especially into Spain, which is traditionally the UK's largest export destination. Last year, the UK exported 1.15 million tonnes of barley, with exports at approximately 300,000 tonnes by the end of September, which highlights a slower start to crop 2023. Oilseeds Markets Today's Oilseed Rape update has been written by Oilseed Product Head James Needham, who works with a grain trading team in Lincolnshire. James says that the rapeseed market has continued in a downward trend this week, with UK ex-farm values being approximately £30 lower during the last fortnight. The reason behind this is a plentiful supply situation globally, particularly where European crushers have strong supply lines by domestic Black Sea and other imported sources. The effect can also be seen in the Matif rapeseed futures, where the May period is stretched out to a €29 Euro carry over to November. Other oilseeds and their products have also lacked inspiration recently, with soybeans, sunflowers and palm oil all trading lower in the same two-week period, as demand isn't showing any signs of moving upwards and supply remains relatively comfortable. Despite these negative factors, crude mineral oil is incredibly strong in the background and trading at levels last seen in June 2022, after the organisation of the petroleum exporting countries cuts in production. This should help biodiesel margins and increase vegetable oil demand flow. Plantings of rapeseed throughout Europe and the Black Sea are progressing well, as conditions remain favourable for establishment. Overall, the planted area will likely be down due to a lack of price incentive, but with a large carryover expected again into next year, a reduction in the area will help balance the supply and demand picture going forward, which will ultimately lead to higher values. Pulses Markets Today's pulses update has been written by trainee grain trader Harry Bulmer, who works with the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Harry mentions that bean values have risen this week and strong premiums relative to wheat are being traded. Farm selling volumes have remained consistent over the past two weeks and we are now starting to see beans from the north of the UK being cut and traded in larger volumes. There are still uncertainties around Baltic bean quality, 
but yields are expected to be above average. This will lead to a significant supply of Baltic feed beans that will be competitively priced compared to those from the UK. Given this outlook, it is expected that the current strong premiums will not persist and now is a good time to take advantage of the high premiums whilst they last. Fertiliser Markets Today's fertiliser update has been written by Reuben Wilson, who is a fertiliser manager based in Scotland. Reuben states that urea markets continue to remain firm due to poor supply caused by Chinese production cuts and inspection delays on export cargoes leaving China for India. Egyptian and Middle Eastern producers will be watching tentatively as India is tendering again for another large quantity for quick delivery, with tenders to close on the 15th of September. Producers are unlikely to drop pricing in the short term, especially on the back of the market firming over the past two weeks by $50 to $100, depending on the region. Domestic nitrogen markets remain quiet as growers continue with field work. Nitron terms are currently unavailable for new orders and imported ammonium nitrate offers are in short supply. Ammonia pricing has firmed over the past few weeks and European producers will be weighing up costs before offering new product to the markets. Liquid UAN offers from all suppliers remain within the market for autumn and spring. These provide excellent value in terms of cost per kilogram of nutrients and the added benefit of applying sulphur at the correct levels throughout the application window. Please speak to your local farm trader or agronomist to ensure you are covered. UK markets remain quiet, but stocks at ports are tight with replacement values continuing to remain firm. Phosphate exports out of North Africa are also firm due to South American demand, with smaller cargoes into Northern Europe currently taking a backseat. Potash remains stable, but any thoughts of downside in the market look remote given current supply issues. Soil sampling feedback from across the UK suggests that phosphate, potash and pH levels are all dropping. Remedial work will be required to restore indices to recommended levels in order to benefit future cropping. We advise that you liaise with your soil or frontier contact to discuss options to rectify these issues. This was Front Runner for week ending Friday the 15th of September 2023. Thank you to Jacob, Jack, James, Harry and Reuben for their insights. We hope you'll join us again next week for another Grain Market Update. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.